Welcome back to A Woman's View here on KSL News Radio. It's such a treat this week to have Sally Dietline with me, executive producer at Hale Center Theater. Charlotte Jessup is my guest, the president of Smedley Financial. And Sarah Jane Weaver is here, executive editor of Church News. I want to ask you about this issue of free speech on college campuses. And what I heard, I think it was Governor Cox who said, you know, at, at universities should not come out and speak for or against social issues because it will shut down speech uh, on one side or the other. That they should be places where people are encouraged to speak, but they should not themselves take stands on on particularly controversial issues. And then, Sarah, I was thinking of that issue that happened up at the University of Utah when there was a movie. They were going to show a movie that was about uh, people who had transitioned, who were transgender, but decided to transition back to their original uh, gender. And that was protested by a group of students who were later charged with a crime for interrupting the movie. I, I don't know what you want to speak to there, but what, what does all this say to you? Well, I'm, I'm happy to jump right in and start because as a journalist, I love free speech. And I want everyone to share their speech. But I, I do totally appreciate Governor Cox's plea, not just to Utahns, but to the nation to disagree better. And he says disagreeing better doesn't mean just being nicer to each other. But he does note that that's helpful. <laughs> you know, I think we could all be nicer to each other. But what he's saying is that we need to, to find solutions and solve problems instead of just endless bickering. And so when we think about college campuses, this is the seedbed where people learn how to do that, where people learn how to share their voice, where they learn how to disagree, where they learn how to persuade one another or share their opinions or learn how to, to have civil conversations that allow them to participate in society the rest of their lives. And so we would never want to do anything on a college campus that is at all stifling to that sort of really, really important discourse. And so as we think about everything going on on a campus and the ability of, you know, the, the most important person on a college campus isn't university administrators, it's students. It's, it's the people there to gain an education and figure out how to learn skills and, and have that education bless every aspect of the rest of their life because it's going to enrich them in ways that will will then bless their family and their employment and their neighborhoods and society as a whole we hope you know and i think about the the students who are protesting who shut down that movie their speech wasn't the problem it was what we call the heckler's veto they stopped the speech of the people who disagreed with them so there i mean you you are allowed to express your opinion you're not allowed to silence someone else in the process is so I wish I wish I could have been there I could have told those kids <laughs> not that they would listen to me uh Sally speak to speak to this if you would and I think it goes one layer deeper you know you talk to you talk about universities uh not taking a stand so that free speech on both sides can happen but I think teach as teachers we have a, a, a huge responsibility having been a teacher um, it was my thought process as an English teacher, as we read things and discussed things, that I didn't let my opinions get in the way of what the students thought. And we have far too many professors, teachers on all levels, who are laying their opinion in so strong, strongly that their students are afraid to express the way they feel. And so they get landlocked. And 
discussion stops right there in the classroom, where which is wh where it's where it should start uh, instead of stop. I I'm getting to be a little ticked with these teachers who think that their opinion becomes the end-all, be-all, and that if the students don't agree with them, there's a problem there. Yeah, I'm always saying to them, please challenge this. Yes. Please. Yes. That needs to be encouraged, as you say. Yes. And and if it starts there in that, and that's the Petri dish, right? That classroom. And actually, the homes are a pe the, the real beginning Petri dish for this. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, moms and dads ought to be willing to listen to both sides and start to hear things and start to foster great conversation. Then it should work to the classroom. Then, then it wouldn't be the problem in the universities that it is, or even the world that it is. Uh, we need to start working that those seedlings that Sarah was talking about grow in a way that they can um, they can attach themselves to all kinds of thought. Oh, I love that, Charlotte. Speak to this. Well, I guess my thoughts are we have to. The reality is that by the time somebody gets to university or even to into school, high school, you know, at an age where they start to form opinions, that they are allowed to form opinions based on their personal beliefs and that they shouldn't be formed by somebody else's personal beliefs, but they should understand that other people have belief, have opinions and beliefs that are different than theirs and accept that and give at face value. You know, it shouldn't be such a competition that I'm right, you're wrong. It isn't one's right and one's wrong. It's we all are have our own ability to form an opinion on our own. And I think we leave our homes, every one of us, with certain opinions because we are learning those. We're parenting probably what our parents had taught us, right? I look at my grandchildren, I hear them say some things sometimes, and I think that is not your That's opinion. <laughs> I know whose opinion that is, but it's not yours. <laughs> but you know, I don't say anything to them. I want them to be able to form opinions, but I also hope that they will grow learning that other people have opinions too, and it, it's not a judgment against them, nor should it be. It's just we, we need to understand everybody's opinions and allow for that and have that, that freedom to voice them without being shut down. And I think when the university forms an opinion, especially if it's a private university, then that's exactly what happens. They shut it yeah. down because people who don't agree with that feel like their voice has been you know, cut off. I think one of the thrills of being a parent is watching my children grow up and develop their own opinions and make arguments. Oh, yeah, I, especially when they disagree with me, because I can ask the follow-up questions and watch the way their minds are re reasoning things. And I, I just, I leave those conversations just on cloud nine because I think, yes, that's, that's them growing up and forming their own mind. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. The time is gone, but ladies, will you please come back and see me again? I need to talk to you again. We love it. Thank you, Amanda. Great. Thank you. It's Amanda. been so wonderful to be with you. Oh, Happy yes. holidays, everyone. Yes. And uh, we'll see you next week here on A Woman's View. If you enjoy Amanda Dixon, join us back here each weekday for news and stories important to our community. Amanda hosts Utah's Morning News from 5 to 9 on KSL News Radio.